Welcome to Alex Anderson's Quilt Connection, dedicated to educate, inspire, and grow today's quilting community. Hi, I'm Alex Anderson, and this is episode number 11. I just returned from teaching at Empty Spools Seminars at Asilomar in Pacific Grove, California. This is an extraordinary retreat that's held every year, I believe now five times a year. And what's so great about this specific seminar is that you get to study with the same teacher for five days. In my class, we were making stars. Now, every teacher that goes there says that they have the best students. Well, I had the best students. The men and women, yes, that's right. Actually, it was women and gentleman. A wonderful, wonderful man was in my class. They all worked very hard at their star-making techniques. And by day five, it was simply glorious what they had achieved. In fact, several of them even attempted the split Lemoyne, which, you know, is not exactly the easiest star in the world to make, but they attempted it and they did it with great success. Now, one of the beauties of a Silomar or empty spool seminars is that while I'm a teacher teaching, there are several teachers there who are also students. For example, my friends Nancy Smith and Linda Milligan were there. They own the Great American Quilt Factory in Denver, Colorado, and you might know their company. It's called Possibilities. Anyways, we snuck away into my room, and I had a chance to interview them. Take a listen. Hi, everyone. I'm here in Pacific Grove at Asilomar with my friends Nancy Smith and Linda Milligan. You might remember them from Simply Quilts. Let's see. You did the envelope quilt. Divide and Conquer. I spy and time for a chain. Right. And I have to tell you, my mom loved the envelope quilt. She's not a quilter, but she saw that episode and said, you know, I can do that. So I would like for me to introduce you and so people can catch who's talking with your voice. This is a new medium for us, right? Right. Yeah. So Nancy. And... and <laughs> Here we go, Linda. Yeah, I'm Nancy. <laughs> and Linda. <laughs> Good morning. How are you? This is a wonderful place to be. We love it, and we love being here with you. Right. We're at the Empty Spool Seminar, and we're hiding out at Pirate's Cove in my room. And thank you so much for taking off from lunch and joining us. You're welcome. This is a busman's holiday. We are having such a good time, and it stopped raining, and so the sun is shining, and... Um, we're just really having fun. And this this is fun to do. You don't have to worry about if you really do a flub or mess it up. It's just, this is us. It's, girl, um, it's girlfriends having fun. Although yeah. I did like the makeup artist. That was nice. <laughs> we miss Karen big time. <laughs> well, you two have been in business together for quite a long time. Tell us, Linda, about your partnership and how it got it started. We are celebrating our 25th anniversary next month, April. Let me say first, you are Possibilities. This is the company. Right. And you're out of Denver, Colorado, and the name of your store is? Our retail store is Great American Quilt Factory. And how did the two of you come together? Years ago, I was working at uh, another quilt store, and Nancy was a customer, and we just started um, having a lot in common, which was quilting, and um, wanted. To, we did a conference together, and then we just decided to open our own store. And you make it sound like it's a store... 
But it, you are mega moguls in the quilting world. <laughs> Actually, we're a big family. I think there are so many people that have been with us for 25 years and um, have stayed and, and um, put up with and grown and changed and, and worked right along with us for all those years. So it really is more of a family-type atmosphere, plus two of the very little girls that were um, around when we first opened the store are now grown through college, through school, and working at the store. So there, it, Linda's mom still works at the store. She's worked there a long time. Um, Linda's sister worked there for a while. And as I say, now there are two daughters and have a few grandchildren. And they, one of them who is, um, let's see, a month old, will be coming back to work with Laura, my youngest daughter, pretty soon. And that's how we started. We started with bringing our kids. To, I had a nine-month-old. Laura was nine months old. And Linda was pregnant. And so our daughters were raised at the store, and we've made the full circle. And I have to say, I had the opportunity, the delicious opportunity, of teaching at your store a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And friends, if you get to go there, what's the address? 8970 East Hampton Avenue, right in Denver. Right. You Looks are deceiving because the storefront is big, filled with wonderful fabrics, great inspiration with quilts, and just great things that just tempt your eye. But that's, what, about a quarter of what's going on there? Right, because we have we um, write write we write books and design fabric. We have a big design area. We have a warehousing area where all of our books and pattern our books patterns and um, uh, kits and things are shipped out of. And we have a storehouse of of things that we use to do props for photographs and props for the store. So it is a little bigger. When you get back into the depths, than it shows on the front. It's so much fun to see the backside. How many books do you think you two have done together? That is putting you on the spot, I know. 61. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. You have to know that we, we've counted them, and so we're, we're just in the process of publishing our 61st book. And this is over 25 years. Yes. Well, we, we, didn't, yeah, we didn't start at the very beginning. We did patterns for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And actually, we have done 65 books because... We counted the POS books. Our, our SKU numbers are POS 61 is the newest, mm-hmm. but we have the um, sewing machine make um, the um, sewing machine fun. fun books for kids that there's four of that have a different SKU number. So we sort of forget about those, although we love those books. I'm just, I'm kind of speechless, okay? Because I've done I, over a dozen, and I think that's something, and now I'm feeling kind of wimped out here. <laughs> well, part of it is, too, you do it by yourself. We have a whole team of people that um, that work on sewing the quilts, that work on editing, editing doing the yeah, but testing them. Photography. Um, I do have friends in my last couple books who have stepped up to the plate, so no excuse, okay. no okay. excuse. <laughs> I do love your work, though, and when you do have these people sewing with you and for you, you, do you give them direction or can they do their own thing? It's a combination. We start out with a, a premise for the book and say you start with our super super simple series. We knew exactly where we wanted to go on the first one. We had parameters and we would meet as a design group and decide we would bring in a, a lot of ideas and then we would decide yes this one works, no this one doesn't. And then from there on once we decide which books which quilts are going to be in the book, then sometimes um, the design, the sewers will choose which one they want mm-hmm. and go on their own. Other times, our um, 
graphic artists will help choose the fabric and the colors and get it started that way. So it's kind of a three-ring circus, but you do have control <laughs> over it, right? Actually, it's more of a team effort than a three-ring circus. <laughs> I just don't know. think about like that. <laughs> Sorry about that. Now, Nancy, you both feel very strongly about people having a positive, successful experience in quilt making. I do. I mean, I think that's what this is all about. And I think with, you know, we're trying to promote soft touch in, in a highly technological world. People are so much alone with machines and computers and working at home that they need to have some outlet um, for their creative spirit. And I think that quilting can be that. But I also don't think it's it's wise on our part or anybody's part if you are frustrated by what you're doing. So the idea for us is to really make quilting a positive experience, like you said. And I think that in doing the Super Simple series, that was one of our main goals, that we really introduce people in a um, gentle, nudging, logical way to do the first quilt that they might have done or or even for an experienced quilter to give them some of the basic knowledge again and just let them slow down back up and say okay I can do this and so in our super simple series the first book was um, with squares and it was super simple squares and we did it where if you could sew a nine patch of nine squares together the whole book was essentially based on that. And the squares, some of them were a little bit smaller. We even made it easy for people to buy and choose fabrics because a lot of the fabric owners will um, put together a packet of 150, 6.5 inch squares. You just buy that packet. And then we had how you could lay it out. We had um, how you would go about sewing, reversing your seams. Um, and then even would take a couple of those blocks and make a little bit of applique. So everything mm -hmm. was a, a soft introduction, and people were very successful. Okay, so one book would be basically working with squares. Right. Then the next book would be? Was working with strips. Strips, okay. Yeah. Now what if somebody comes in who's a new quilter and say they're looking at book four, how do you get them to go back to book one, or is it not necessary? It's probably not necessary. Um, the triangle one may be a little mm -hmm. bit more challenging, but only because a lot of times you have more um, seams coming together. But you certainly, we've certainly geared it the same way. Um, larger triangles to start with, different ways to set them together to make the quilt look really interesting and have a lot of character without the effort. And then as you go on in the book, you get to a point where, um, oh yeah, this is a little more challenging, but it's no different than what I started out with. I was, oh, excuse me, go ahead. The Super Simple Triangle book that we're working on now too, the first four quilts in there are based on very even numbers to cut. So instead of cutting a two and seven eighths inch strip to make your triangles, right. you cut a three inch strip, make your triangles, or cut a three inch triangle. So you don't have to worry so much about measurement. Now, wait a minute, now, wait a minute. We have um, Nancy over here going, no, no, no. We changed her mind last week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so why did you change your mind? Well, because one of the things that we show different ways to make triangles, and what happened was then we said that was, I mean, it was such a good idea, and we were going to work with that. Uh, yeah, I like that idea. Mm -hmm. It is sort of a three-ring circus. Yeah. <laughs> 
all right here was, in my room. I was in the wrong ring. <laughs> and, um, and so then we got to the point that what if somebody wanted to do paper triangles, which we do show people how to do a number of ways to do it. What do you mean so, by paper triangles? Well, where you actually buy, there are different products out, triangles on a roll, thangles, different things like that, and you buy one of those, what do we tell people to buy? If, you get, if you're oh, cutting a three-inch okay. strip, and then do you cut... Do you go to buy a three-inch triangle, or do you go buy a finished three-inch triangle? Or, and it started to get very confusing when we were showing people different ways to make triangles. So, so in this book, you didn't show just the traditional way to do triangles. Right. Okay, yeah, right. then you would have a problem because those things like dangles they come in set increments. Right, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. And so then all of a sudden, when we started saying, okay, each one of these we're going to have to specify, and it started getting really confusing. And we said, you know what? We may be trying to reinvent the wheel when we don't have to. Let's let's back it up. But but I don't know. After this one, I maybe you need to do all the other books. Now, when would this book be coming out? Um, this would be in time for the next quilt market, which is in May. And so I think it's just about to go. Um, I shouldn't say just about to go to the printers because mm-hmm. we're just about finishing the quilts and there are still bindings to be done. And I debated about bringing one here to quilt. Mm-hmm. Just <laughs> not to. But we are in the beginning of March, and you're saying that this book, this book will be done by mid-May? Yes, that's how we work. <laughs> it's a little different when you're working with a major publisher like the books we've done with, the, and we have you have done with CNT. Oh, it's a year. It's, it's at least a year. But we do. We finish one quilt market and then decide what book is going to be up for the next quilt market. And that's when it comes out. Now, will you be at market? Definitely, we'll be at market. Are you going to have a booth at festival in Chicago? Yes, we are. We actually do a booth. Um, uh, several booths, and Bernina sponsors um, part of it, and Quilt, Quilt Festival sponsors part of it, and we have a, a Let Kids Sew, where kids can come mm-hmm. in and learn how to sew, use Bernina machines, and really have a good time. So we're trying to get that next generation into sewing. Well, I think this is great. Now, do you have a website that people can come to? We do. It's www.greatamericanquilt.com. Okay, and I will list this on my website, alexandersonquilts.com. So if you don't have a pencil, no big deal. Or if you're listening to this on your um, MP3 player, just come to my website and I'll provide a link for everyone. Okay, that's terrific. And you know, the thing I want to say about these two ladies that I'm sitting with, I believe, did we not meet on the set of Simply Quilts? I think so. I I think so. I think so. Yeah. 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 And... um, what basically has happened is a delicious friendship has formed. And when I say delicious, that's the key word. <laughs> I thought, oh, I really like the sound of that. <laughs> because whenever we get together, we seek out the best restaurant in town. And, and I just got to say, this is hilarious because we are in California. I'm the Californian. And I don't know how you two from Colorado seem to nail the restaurants. How do you do it? We're talented. <laughs> we the taste. Usually a lot of the books in the hotel rooms or motel rooms, and, and then we just keep our ears up. And, and actually, if you ask people that are locals, they'll, they'll tell you a few good ones. And there's a store um, close to us where we are now, Back Porch, that 
Gail Abelo has given great recommendations, and so we've tried them all. Very <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks to both of you for taking time out from lunch and from your own creative endeavors, because you're students here. We are. We are. Yeah. I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> you're taking Gra- Gabrielle Swain. Am I saying that right? Gabrielle Swain. Gabrielle. Gabrielle. Yeah. Oh, and that's her work is just incredible. She is wonderful. We are having more fun and stretching more of those little synapses. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. And thank you. Thank you again. And we'll mark our calendars for next year, right? Yes, we will. Terrific. Okay. And thanks so much for listening. Until we meet and we quilters do get around. Happy quilting. For more quilting information and inspiration, please visit us at alexandersonquilts.com.